What's up, sports people? It's another episode of Just For Sport with Jamoke. And I'm here on the day of the NFL Draft, which, as I'm recording this, is hours away. As I'll often record the podcast in the afternoon. And I want to do something a little bit different with this podcast. Um, Thinking about what's going to happen tonight. Who's going to go number one? Maybe you aren't a Jaguars fan and instead you are a Titans fan at pick number 24. And you're wondering what my draft night is going to be like. Am I going... Is it, And the thing for me is it's like, okay, does it make the draft... You know, you're not quite interested in it if you're not the one, two, or third team picking, first, second, or third team picking. Do you feel like, uh, maybe I'll watch, maybe I won't, or do you just really like the draft? And one of the things that I like that they've done on NFL.com is they actually have a mock draft simulator that you can go in and be every team and make a pick. Maybe you're crazy and you're a Jaguars fan and you don't want to pick Trevor Lawrence number one. Well, you can pick him another spot. But the needs for the Jaguars are a quarterback, tight end, tackle, and safety. And I think when you have Trevor Lawrence on the board and you have the number one pick, I mean, come on, how can you not go with him? But I digress. If you're a fan of just the draft, then you're really going to enjoy tonight. But if you are not a team picking in the top 10, maybe you aren't as excited. If you're the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Super Bowl champs who are picking number 32, who actually it does say that they need a QB as one of their needs. But I doubt with Tom Brady signed on, they're necessarily going to do that. But they could. They could. But what else would excite you about the draft? What else would excite you if you're not in one of the top three and you have a chance to get a quarterback? Or maybe I'll say top 10. Maybe I'll say top 10. But the excitement for the draft for me is not just, you know, obviously if you're picking one, two, or three, unless it was via trade, which a lot of times that can still be protected in some ways. Most likely if you're picking one, two, three, four, your team didn't do so well. That's not always the case where they're an awful team or maybe they just had a down year. The Falcons had a down year. Now they get to pick fourth. Will they pick a QB? Maybe. I could see that. But the key for me also is when I think about the Washington football team. My wife hasn't watched a draft in a while. But I know she will have an eye on the Steelers, as will I. I like to see what the teams that were at the top 
or a team like uh, San Francisco and the Falcons who weren't awful last year made a playoff run or team like the Cowboys America's team you also kind of want to see what they do too a team like the Ravens the Saints but also I implore you as you watch the draft and it made me do some homework to look at it the internet just makes things so much easier than back in the day of researching topics is it made me think about okay maybe you're not picking one through ten you're picking 20 through 32 and you're saying oh I don't know if I'm gonna watch I don't know if they're gonna get a good player of course there's a chance they could get a good player Because the draft is not an exact science. And actually, that's one of the things that I find exciting about it. You know, you think about for the New England Patriots. They will always remember that Tom Brady was picked six. Excuse me, picked in the sixth round. But outside of that, it's like, okay, whatever. He was picked in the sixth round. Ten Super Bowl appearances, seven wins, five MVPs. He was picked in the sixth round out of Michigan. So in some ways, you never know. I feel for these GMs and coaches who have all of the pressure on them, or maybe it's an owner who likes a specific player. You know, it makes me think back to their Washington foot the Washington football teams when there was all the speculation of whether the owner, Daniel Snyder, wanted RG3 or if Mike Shanahan did. And of course, later down the road with the 100th something pick he picked Kirk Cousins so I knew okay well there's going to be a quarterback controversy one person wanted maybe speculating that one person wanted RG3 and the other one said "Ah, let me draft a another quarterback that I want or just in case as a as like a break glass in case of emergency which they eventually did Kirk Cousins was a starter for the Washington football team for some years. But realistically with the draft, you never know. You can do all of the homework you want to do and you don't know what's going to happen. And that's how Tom Brady became arguably, really it probably isn't an argument. He's the greatest quarterback of all time in the National Football League. He is. Maybe 10, 15 years from now, you'll see old Patrick Mahomes has done better than Tom Brady. But the thing is, then when you add to it the fact that Tom Brady was taken in the sixth round and Patrick Mahomes was taken in the first round, it's like, okay, well, you weigh that too and you kind of still put Tom Brady ahead of him. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to have to have more Super Bowl appearances. He's going to need like 12 Super Bowl appearances, eight or nine wins, seven or eight MVPs in order to be considered to be greater than Tom Brady and he has to have a coach that matches Bill Belichick in terms of what he's done and I don't know if you can do that but as I looked at a list a couple of lists but this is one that I liked of the greatest steals if you will in the NFL draft one was Tom Brady two was Richard Dent of the Cowboys he rakes top 10 in career sacks in league history. 
He was taken in the eighth round. He's a Hall of Famer. Joe Montana was taken in the third round. I was listening to a podcast with Peter King, and he talked about how the 49ers wanted Phil Simms. But then they said, nah, we'll wait. We'll get this guy by the name of Joe Montana. And boy, was he great. He won four Super Bowls and was arguably the greatest quarterback of all time before Tom Brady showed up. Although, you know, you got to put Terry Bradshaw in there. So Terry Bradshaw, then Joe Montana, and then now Tom Brady. If you want to take the line of who were the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And I put a lot, most of that weight on Super Bowls. You have to. Aaron Rodgers is on the list behind Joe Montana. Now, he was taken in the first round in 2005, but it was at pick 24. The 49ers, who ironically, we were just talking about Joe Montana, they took Alex Smith number one. And Aaron Rodgers, who went to a University of California system, drop, 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 and and fell into Green Bay's lap. Not only did he fall into Green Bay's lap, Yes, it caused some controversy with Brett Favre, but Aaron Rodgers was able to learn from Brett Favre and become the quarterback that he is today. Three-time league MVP, won a Super Bowl for the Green Bay Packers. Some people probably think he could have won more, should have won more. But that makes me think, when you think of the Atlanta Falcons and they have Matt Ryan, maybe they will go with a quarterback Because then it gives them an opportunity to have someone to learn from Matt Ryan and grow into that spot. Because rookies who go in right off the bat don't always do so well. Some do. Ben Roethlisberger did for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but not all of them do that. Shannon Sharp is next on the list at number five. He was taken in the seventh round. He was the first tight end who surpassed 10,000 yards receiving. And they won two Super Bowl titles. Well, excuse me. Yes, won two Super Bowl titles and then won another one with the Ravens. Seventh round, Denver Broncos, 1990. Richard Sherman, number six on the list. Taken in the fifth round by the Seattle Seahawks. Played on the Seattle's quote-unquote Legion of Doom. The Legion of Doom. He's a three-time first-team All-Pro. Came close to win the Super Bowl, but didn't quite get one. Next player, we got to go all the way back to 1956. Bart Starr, taken in the 17th round by the Green Bay Packers. They won five NFL championships and titles in the first two Super Bowls. Bart Starr. Roger Staubach next. Tenth round, 1964 for the Dallas Cowboys. Four NFC championships, two Super Bowl titles. He's on the all-decade team of the 70s and the 100th anniversary team. Mike Webster, fifth round, 1974, Pittsburgh Steelers. Won four Super Bowl titles with the Steelers. He's on the 100th anniversary team and in the Hall of Fame. Russell Wilson, Seattle Seahawks quarterback, was taken in the third round in 2012. 
He won one Super Bowl and almost, almost won a second. He holds the NFL record for most regular season wins by a quarterback in his first nine seasons with 98. And record for most consecutive winning seasons to start a career at nine. So there's your top 10 list of the greatest upsets. Excuse me, greatest steals. Let's not call them upsets, but greatest steals in the NFL draft. That's a pretty good list. But I hope that gives you hope for your team that it's not all a loss if you're not picking one, two, or three that you aren't going to get a great player. And I know you're not really saying one, two, or three. But sometimes you never know. Sometimes you just never know. Now, as I look at tonight's draft and think about the mock drafts, am I going to pretend to be you know, a great prognosticator with NFL drafts? No. There are some fun prop bets and things you can do if it's legal where you are on DraftKings and BetMGM, Unibet, etc. But my next question was, as I thought about what would I want for my football team? Is it better? Do you want your team to pick the best available player and that's it? Or what they need? And I think everyone would kind of say, well, I want a kind of a combination of that. But it's hard to get a combination of that. That's not easy. But that's the question here. So as I go through this mock draft here, And to decide which one is better than the other for a mock draft, I just decided I'm going to go on NFL.com, pick mock draft, and I'm going to use that mock draft and see how it lines up with the needs of the team. And maybe if it's for your team, I'll give you a quick cheat sheet if that pick was worth it. Number one, Jacksonville Jaguars. Their needs are a quarterback, tight end, tackle, and safety. In this mock draft, the Jaguars are taking Trevor Lawrence, number one. Number two, New York Jets. Their needs, quarterback, guard, cornerback, and an edge defender. In this mock draft, they're taking the quarterback, Zach Wilson out of BYU. San Francisco with the third pick. That's up in the air. They need a quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, cornerback, and safety. This mock draft says Mac Jones out of Alabama is a number three, third pick. Number three pick. But I think that that's going to be a mystery. Maybe they'll do something no one is expecting. But that is probably the first pick where whatever they do can shape the rest of the draft. The Atlanta Falcons. Their needs are at cornerback safety. And it says here they're going to take the tight end, Kyle Pitts, out of Florida. So that may be the first pick that is something you don't expect a team to do. Maybe that's the first one. Number five, the Cincinnati Bengals. Panay Sewell, offensive tackle. And it says for the Bengals, Their needs are wide receiver, tackle, guard, and edge defender. And they're going to take 
the offensive tackle out of Oregon, Panay Sewell. Miami Dolphins at six. They need a tackle, guard, and some help on defense. But it says they're going to take Jamar Chase, the wide receiver out of LSU. Another non-need pick. But they're picking skill position. Number seven, Philadelphia Eagles in a trade with the Lions. The Eagles' need are at QB, wide receiver, linebacker, and cornerback. And they're going to take the cornerback, Patrick Sertain second. At number eight, the New England Patriots in a trade with the Panthers. The Patriots need a QB, wide receiver, and cornerback. And they're going to take Justin Fields, which is a different look for Bill Belichick. You know, trying something different with the running quarterback or quarterback who can run more than Tom Brady is where I really want to go with it. Let's see what he does. Obviously, last year he had a running quarterback as well in Cam Newton, and now he maybe is getting a younger running quarterback who could potentially be better. Maybe it's going to be too tough for him to live up to what, Tom Brady has done for sure. But I get the Patriots taking the quarterbacks. Time to look into the future. Denver Broncos at pick number nine. They need a quarterback, tackle, and linebacker. And they go with Trey Lance out of North Dakota State in this mock draft. They also got Teddy Bridgewater. Is is Teddy Bridgewater going to teach Trey Lance How to play quarterback? Possibly. Number 10, the Dallas Cowboys need a tight end as defender quarterback and safety, and they go with the cornerback, J.C. Horn. Last year, they took wide receiver C.D. Lamb. Now they're going on defense. It'll be interesting always to see how Cowboys fans react to that pick. Number 11, The New York Giants, they need a tackle, guard, edge, defender. And this mock draft says they're going with Jalen Waddell, the wide receiver out of Alabama. So maybe that's more of a taking the best available versus taking what they need. Pick number 12, the Detroit Lions. They need what? They need a lot. But it doesn't say they need a tackle. And yet this mock draft says they're taking Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. The Chargers at pick 13 are in need of a tackle guard and cornerback. And they take offensive guard Elijah Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. The Minnesota Vikings at number 14 need a tackle guard as defender and safety. And they take the edge defender in Jalen Phillips out of Miami. Some mock drafts think he can go higher. Some have him going lower. At 15, the Carolina Panthers in that trade with the Patriots. The Panthers are in need of a quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, and cornerback. And they take Devonta Smith out of Alabama. That seems like it's really low for who I think could be, is possibly the number one wide receiver in the draft. 
but you never know. Number 16, Arizona Cardinals. They need a tight end cornerback. They need help on defense, and they take a linebacker. Zavin Collins out of Tulsa. They took a defensive player last year. Let's see if they do it this year. Number 17, the Raiders need a tackle guard, cornerback, and safety. They take linebacker Micah Parsons in this mock draft. They can't get the tackle they want. All the way down at 17. Number 18, the Miami Dolphins need tackle guard and help on defense with an edge defender. And they get Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. Number 19, the Washington football team. They need a quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, tackle, linebacker. Every position. Okay, just kidding. They take Christian Darasaw out of Virginia Tech in this mock draft. But I like reading this mock draft saying that if a QB falls out of top 10, maybe Washington or Chicago try to move up and grab that quarterback. We'll see. Pick number 20, Chicago Bears. They need a QB, wide receiver, tackle, guard, and cornerback. And they take offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. The Indianapolis Colts need a wide receiver, tackle, and edge defender. And they take Aziz Ojulari out of Georgia. The Pittsburgh Steelers. In the needs category on NFL.com, it says they need a quarterback, tackle, and guard. In this mock draft, it has them taking Najee Harris out of Alabama. The Jets at 23. They need a quarterback, guard, edge defender, and cornerback. Now, it says in this mock draft, it has them taking Travis Etienne, the running back out of Clemson. But maybe, it also says that maybe the Jets will try to move up and take a running back. And then maybe they flip-flop and maybe they get Najee Harris and the Steelers get Travis Etienne if they still want a running back. We shall see. The Titans at 24. They need a wide receiver, tackle, guard, and cornerback. And they take Greg Newsom II, cornerback out of Northwestern. The Jaguars at pick 25, their second pick in this draft. They need quarterback, tight end, tackle, and safety. And they take an edge rusher and Jason Owe. Urban Meyer apparently recruited Jason back in the day when he was at Ohio State. Now he gets, gets his guy. At 26, the Cleveland Browns need help on defense. And they take a cornerback in Tyson Campbell out of Georgia. Pick 27, the Baltimore Ravens. They need a wide receiver, tackle, and edge defender. And they take safety. Trevon Morig out of TCU. Pick 28, the New Orleans Saints need a wide receiver, linebacker, and cornerback. And they take wide receiver... Cardarius Tony out of Florida. Pick 29 is the Packers. They need help at wide receiver, linebacker, and cornerback, and they take Elijah Moore out of Mississippi as their wide receiver. A lot of offensive players taken in this draft so far, especially if you remember on Monday's podcast talking about trying to bet on how many offensive players are going to be taken. I said take the over for offensive players at 18. 
At the 30th pick, you got the Buffalo Bills. They need help on defense. And they take defensive tackle Levy Onwuzurike out of Washington. Pick 31, the Baltimore Ravens need a wide receiver, tight end, and edge rusher. And they take Gregory Rousseau out of Miami. And the final pick in the first round is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They need a quarterback and help on defense. And they take Jameen Davis out of Kentucky. And there's your first round. Now, that's just one mock draft. Who knows what the team is really going to do? But I also gave you their needs, which are legitimate needs based off of this NFL.com mock draft simulator, which is really cool. It could be a lot of fun. But instead of me going through trying to pick a specific team, I figured I'd just go through one mock draft and tell you what they say. But if you go to NFL.com and you can have a lot of fun just playing this mock draft simulator, who do you want to take? I start my draft right now. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence number one if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars. From there, who knows? Who knows? Have fun tonight. Enjoy the draft. I know I will. And I'll see you on Monday. May have a special guest to break down the draft. See what they think. Ciao for now.